I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You have to kill your ego and friendship. A lot of the times we don't talk about the humility necessary in friendships. Decentering yourself again. So the world doesn't necessarily revolve around you, but you must revolve around the world. If the only way you can show vulnerability is to be naked, physically naked, you've got a problem. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about female friendships. That's right. What does it take to actually be a good friend? Why are friendships really, really important? And when should you cut loose that toxic friend? Burn a bridge. Burn a bridge. (laughs) But before we get into that, Mm -hmm. if you have been around here for a minute, you know we're about to go into the what? Ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Dilemma. Okay. A good sis got to put on her glasses first. We pray for your eyes. All right. <laughs> that laser eye surgery is coming soon, fam. Soon come. Actually, dusty. Cool. So, hey, sisters. Love the channel and love TMS. I've been such a supporter even before the YouTube channel, and it's crazy to see all the growth. I know it's, it's actually it's insane. It's really great. Um, so, my dilemma today is regarding a friend I've had for a long time mm-hmm. who has recently become a whole problem. She was part of my main friendship group, only the three of us since childhood. Okay, but recently she fell out with my other friend. I was about sorry. I was about to say friendship group of three. Unless you're all really strong people, they don't usually turn out good. It's tight. This has made it difficult for me to stay friends with both of them, Mm. as hanging out with one makes it look like I'm betraying the other. On top of that. This particular friend has lost a few of her other close friends due to various reasons. I'm a little worried that she's toxic. And I don't know how to have the conversation with her. I don't want to be the next friend she cuts off because I really care about her. What should I do? It is a situation as old as time. A situation as old as time. Mm -hmm. Losing a friend and having to balance all your other relationships. Yeah. I think it seems like if you've identified that she's a bit toxic, I think either have a conversation with her that leads to resolution in terms of her overcoming those toxic traits in Mm. order for you two to maintain your friendship. Mm. I don't think you can force friendship between her and your other friend. Um, That's something they'll have to resolve by themselves and it's not your responsibility. I feel like when you're in a friendship group of three and there's one friend left that is friends with the two people, they try to like repair things Mm -hmm. and kind of be that little bridge and that little council that gets the friendship group back together. I have learned, sadly, through hard uh, circumstances that you don't want to play that part. If they want to be friends, they'll figure it out. Um, If they express to you that they want you to help make the relationship better, then that's a different thing. But unless they really want to be friends, that's not your responsibility. But also, I think it sounds like this girl or friend, if she's toxic, then... Maybe you should distance yourself. I don't think it necessarily has to be, well, I don't want her to cut me off. Mm. Um, There can be distance, healthy distance in friendships because the nature of friendships always evolve and they always change over time. Mm. Um, But it sounds like she's been falling out with a whole bunch of people and... (laughs) You might just be... You just might be the next person, you know? So I think see how the relationship takes its course. But definitely, if you feel like you've identified toxic traits in a friend, have a conversation Mm. about it. Um... And don't just, you know, ask other people. Definitely talk to them because they may not have identified these toxic traits and you may, you know, be the catalyst that brings on change if they're responsive in that way. Yeah, that's what I'd say. How about yourself? Mm, I think I very much agree Mm. with what you were saying. Like, my first thing would be, like, talk to them. Because I'm, in my mind, I was just imagining, what would I do if I saw you exhibiting, like, really toxic toxic traits? I would tell you straight up. 100%. So, and the fact that you guys have been friends since, like, what, primary school Mm. for such a long time. 
suggests that there should be that level of maturity in the relationship yeah, to be able to call, to call BS on someone 100%. when they're behaving a you know particular type of way. It's not going to be comfortable, but it's better for you to give it a go and give yeah. it your best shot before it all just completely crumbles. And the thing is, if you don't directly um, handle this, then it's going to manifest in something else. Facts. You know, there's like relationships that break down over the smallest thing, yeah. but it actually isn't the thing itself, but it's yeah. being used as an outlet for yeah. a whole host of other things. Things have been building up. Exactly. So. so don't let things build up. Actively be proactive in making those efforts to reach out to her mm. and, you know, check her on her behavior and stuff like that and go to her directly. And if that doesn't work out over the course of your relationship, mm. then it might be a thing where you guys have to distance just a little bit and sometimes friendships end that way amicably you know and even if it ain't amicable sometimes it's necessary so (laughs) (laughs) sorry sometimes it's you gotta go yeah pack your bags and be going and i think but it's hard especially with a childhood friend i've lost quite a few childhood friends yeah i just think time yeah generally does that to you and like just evolving into different people you're not the same person you were when you were a kid yeah and so as much as there's fondness there and history there sometimes you just grow up to not see eye to eye but then at the same time it is one of the most painful things because sometimes you think oh how did we not like how did this not work work out out. because you tell yourself we're gonna be best friends forever forever ain't a long time Ooh, child it's not a long time and it's actually okay like i think we touched on this in the romantic sense of relationships yeah but also it's okay for a relationship to end if that's the most healthy thing exactly to 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 be exactly like hanging on is ego on these a couple hit like hairline 100 it does more damage than good if it's not worth it and if both people aren't fighting for it either like if you've expressed I don't like X, Y, Z, or I've seen these behaviors and I don't like it. And someone else is not committed to really hearing out your grievances and really trying to change to maintain the relationship. You'll find that the relationship will easily become one-sided as in you kind of letting go of your standards or tiptoeing around her and just letting her be who she is rather than actually evolving and helping her evolve as a friend and as a sister. Mm. So I feel like unless you actually say the truth, you're going to hinder your friendship a lot because at the end of the day, you're not comfortable with everything that she does. Mm. Unless you make that clear, it's not truly friendship. You're just staying around because you're a bit scared and you don't want to be a friendship because of fear because that's kidnap. You don't want Not kidnap. You're holding (laughs) someone hostage as a friend. You're holding me hostage as a friend. I'm I'm allowing myself to be held hostage Kidnapped. as a friend because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. We want to be I'm in relationships so out of freedom. Of no, but have you, no, no. But in the sense that if I'm your friend, Renee, if you mm. if you realize I was your friend yeah. because I'm scared that if I told you what I really think of you, yeah. you'd flip out. Yeah, you, you must go. I'm not a friend. Yeah. I'm here because I'm fearful. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. You don't want to be in any relationship because of fear, because it hinders how much you can truly love the person. So have the conversations and be transparent. Yeah. Well, it's funny that that's the dilemma for today's episode, because it's literally such a beautiful segue into the main, (laughs) the juice, the, the, the main gist, the, 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 insert something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be talking about female friendships and I'm personally really excited to be talking about this because I think there's a lot of content out there right now that is about romantic relationships and we definitely add to that a little bit as part of like our content and we definitely deal with that. But I think that especially in today's world, there's not a lot of instruction on how to actually be a good friend or how to maintain platonic relationships. And it's always the assumption of like, we have to make space for these uh, soon to become romantic relationships Mm. and the friend comes second and stuff like that. But no one really speaks about how to develop good friendships anymore. Yeah. With that in mind, Miss Courtney, we're all about sisterhood here. We are indeed. I mean, we are called to my sisters. So of course we refer to all of our community as sisters but what is a good sister oh a good sister is someone who will love you and sometimes love ain't pretty yeah yeah. a a good sister is someone who will support you who is confident in you who supports you cheers you on but also holds you accountable um and wants to see you accomplish all that you are Mm. all you were created to accomplish Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's what I'd say. A, a, a sister is a strong support system. Yeah. Um, but also there, there's a lot of interdependence and codependence there um, in terms of their expectation for you to be there for them mm. as well. Um, a sister, yeah, a sister is just, she's here for life, man. She's here. She's trying to see you win. Yeah. And you winning doesn't always look like she's going to agree with you. It doesn't always look like she's going to give you your way. Um, she'll hold you accountable. Like mm. I said, that's, that's what a sister is. A sister is an accountability partner. They are, um, a person you can clown with, you can have fun with, but most importantly, they're here for the journey. That's mm. what I'd say a sister is. How about you? Yeah, very similar, especially when you were speaking about support. Mm. Someone to actually like fight your corner. Yeah. Both when you're in the room and when you're out of the room. Like and I mean, that. we're going to talk about like, you know, like toxic that. friendships and stuff like that. The gossipers. The gossipers, we're coming for you today. The two-faced one. The two-faced, we're coming for yeah. all of you guys as next yeah. today, but... Let's talk about the good stuff first. Okay. But yeah, no, I think it's definitely someone that can support you when you're both in and outside of the room. Mm. Someone that speaks highly of you as well to other people. I think that's just so important because mm. if you are going to be someone that I'm accountable to and I can, you can attest to the fact that I've been working on my character, mm. you should be able to speak highly of me to other people as 100%. well. Or like, you know, even when we're thinking about like, you know, business um, opportunities or just general opportunities that further myself grow. Yeah. A sister is someone that is like the bridge. Yeah. That's somebody who yeah. can connect you with things that will actually take you to that the next need, level. Exactly. 100%. A sister is someone who has me in mind as well. Like, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be every single waking moment. Yeah. But every now and again checks in. How are you doing? Yeah. I thought of you and I thought this would be nice for us to do. Um, and I think a sister is also someone that's very proactive in the relationship. Someone who is proactively seeking your communal success mm. right i think that sometimes and we're going to talk about you know competition and mistrust and mm. all of those kind of stuff but somebody that recognizes that even if you're in similar lanes you're in different lanes entirely yeah and one person winning in their lane doesn't take away from, from you winning in your lane 100 percent. and i think somebody that's willing to do up tag team with you in yeah. those areas that's really what a sister is to me. Mm, I love that. That was so well put. Yeah, listen, a lot of it is modeled on my very own sister here, Miss Courtney Daniela. Shout out to Miss Courtney Daniela. Um, we're gonna put her cash app below. So if you'd like to, you know, no. <laughs> oh, but if you want to send me money, I can send you my PayPal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I think it's. I really wanted to start off with a definition of what a sister is and like mm. the character traits and all of that good stuff. So it would be a nice little uh, segue <laughs> into, uh, you know, we dropping a lot of segues. We dropping a lot of segues recently. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A nice little segue into what does it take to maintain a good friendship? Oh, you know what? I think we harp about it a lot in relationships yeah, right yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. similar in friendships yeah. whenever you're going to journey with someone there needs to be sacrifice mm -hmm. there needs to be vulnerability um sacrifice in the sense that like you said a sister is somebody who is always proactive in their maintenance of your of your friendship and also in seeking like you said your communal success mm. i think what's um important is to have somebody who shows you not in a not in a self-depreciating way, but in the sense that I am here for you and I'm happy to put my time, my resources and my efforts into um, your success without expecting to have your access, your success attributed to me, mm, right? Because I think sometimes like friends can be a bit yeah, narcissistic yeah. in the sense that like, I'm here to help you and you're not a mentor. That's we're not talking about mentor relationships. That's we're talking really about, good. do you get what I mean? We're That's talking good. about, a sister and a sister, what they call labor of love. She labors out of love. Like yeah. I'm, I'm helping you with whatever it is you need because I genuinely want to see you succeed. And like you said, your success is my success as well, mm -hmm. but I don't want it to be out of, it, there needs to be a selflessness it's, mm -hmm. it's in, in, in essence. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's sacrificial, but also it's, it's quite, I, I think maintaining a friendship requires enough firmness mm. I think if you have a, a, a dynamic where one person is more of a pushover and the other person is more I know what I want you can sometimes find friendship dynamics that 
somebody is molding the other person into the perfect friend rather than fully accepting them for the person that they are. Mm. I think you need to have, um, you, you need to have a friendship that allows both of you to evolve and both of you to grow, mm. to grow. And in that evolution and in that growth, independent of each other, you need to find synergy when you're with each other. And I think if you don't put effort into that, into learning this person's new likes and dislikes, into learning their new goals, their new habits, their new other relationships that, that are not relationships that you're familiar with. Yeah. If you don't take time understanding what that person's life path is looking like right now, you can't really help them. Mm. Um, what else, what goes into maintaining good and healthy friendship? Healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. A lot of vulnerability and transparency. Mm. I think people can only... The world has a perception of you as a person, right? According to your job, your work, your output, what they see of you, whatever that may be. And a, a true sister, in my opinion, mm-hmm. gets to see all the way past your output and just look at who, how you're doing in your heart, in your mind. How are you treating yourself? They're less concerned. Like we always talk about, um, results and evidence, right? They're less concerned about the results. They're more concerned about the process mm-hmm. and what process are you going through and holding you accountable to a healthy process of character development, um, learning new skills and achieving new goals, mm-hmm. starting that new business, mm-hmm. pursuing your career, being you know functional and in a functional relationship with the people around you. Yeah. Um, they're more concerned about the process and the integrity of you as a person mm-hmm. rather than your results. Yeah. You know, they're, they're gonna obviously celebrate you and hype you up, but I think of a real, in order to maintain your friendship, you have to have a place where you're vulnerable and you allow someone to hold you accountable. And that needs to be reciprocal. You can't have someone who is the accountability one and then somebody who's just constantly pouring out in vulnerability because that's more of a mental relationship. Yeah, There needs to be balance there. There needs to be places where I call you up on things, you call me up on things and I can check on you and you can check on me. Um, but there needs to be a willingness to do that. Mm. And I think sometimes in friendships, it can be easy to want to keep up the facade that the outside world world sees of you and not let people close and in in enough, in your um, in proximity to you enough emotionally Mm. to see the true nature of what you're going through, the true nature of who you are. So I would say vulnerability, transparency, accountability, um, and all the other stuff that I listed before. Ciao. I think we should just end the episode. There. I think <laughs> I think nah, you've nailed nah, nah. it. I'm trying to um, hear what you have to say. I think you've nailed it. Um, it's not really much else I could add to that. Really. No, but to be honest, it's, um, it's just based on everything I have with you. Yeah, like I'm thinking about the yeah. conversation we had on Friday. Yeah. I was like, that's this is a perfect example of sisterhood. I wish I wish the girls could have seen this, but at the same time, I w- I'm happy that they did it because we have to maintain our own friendship out yeah. off off camera. But yeah. I think it's just learning that. When I'm down, I have someone to pull me up. When you're down, you have someone to pull you up um, that wants to journey with you and see your success. But yeah. that requires what killing your ego. Yeah. That's that's all yeah. I, I was on the phone to you shedding yeah. tears. I, was, I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. I'm overwhelmed. But you have to kill your ego. And friendship, mm. a lot of the times, we don't talk about the humility necessary in friendships. I, I very, very much agree. Vulnerability is probably at, the top if not near the top because Mm. you genuinely any kind of relationship that you have that has real depth you Mm. can have a lot of like acquaintances and friends but the real friendships that have depth to them are the most valuable type of friendships and relationships you can have because it means that the person knows you beyond the surface knows you beyond the things that you yourself even put out and can actually speak to your inner person Mm. when you're in a dire time so even like the conversations that we have had there's been times where I've also come to Courtney and I'm just like I don't want to do this or like I think of the yeah the conversation we had yesterday it's funny because we had like two and in the first one you were out here to me and the second one I was (laughs) out here to you (laughs) I'm tired of this and and wanting to vent and stuff Um, and being vulnerable and transparent with another person makes it easier for them to discern what kind of help you need in the moment yeah so sometimes it might be a thing where you are a listening ear sometimes it might be a thing where you're solution oriented Mm. sometimes it might be a thing where you're thinking about the ways in which you know you can make this person feel happier so being vulnerable means that it 
it allows people to have enough access to you such that they can discern the kind of help that you need when mm. you need it. And I that's like important that. because sometimes you yourself can't even tell what is it that I need right now. But when that's... someone else knows you and when you let them in, they'll be able to lean on that access. They'll be able to lean on those experiences to be able to tell, I know how I can help you here. Mm. And I think maintaining a good friendship, again, as you said, it requires sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and it also means you need to be very proactive about cultivating those experiences like we spoke about in the dating episode compounding experiences you need that with your friend as well yeah like it's not enough to be you know friends on social media it's not enough to be you know commenting on their pictures it's not enough to be sending a text every once in a blue moon cultivating real friendships is not pretty all the time and it takes significant energy and time and commitment say it again significant time commitment and energy, it's not easy. It really, really isn't easy. But then one of my favorite quotes are some of the things that we, some of the most beautiful things that we have in life are never never easily come by. Mm. And I can definitely say that, like, in terms of our friendship, mm. it was not easily come by. Mm. It took years of commitment and effort yeah. and energy. That don't mean we've been showing, because I think sometimes people hear that and yeah. they think it's sticking around in moments of toxicity. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah Like, yeah. you know, when you hear them relationship posts, thank you, <laughs> them relationship posts, we've been through so much. What we're talking about is more so like the humility, yeah. letting go of our egos, stuff like that. But I wasn't here, you know, verbally abusing my friend and then using that as hardship i think that that's that's sometimes sometimes the struggle is glamorized you know that's not that's not what we're talking about it's entirely too much they'll be out here saying yeah i was a no 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 if your friend if your friend is abusing you you should (laughs) you know no you should leave but we've been through so much together we've experienced a lot of life together we've journeyed together that's why our friendship is so solid Mm. the foundation is there and we've just Mm. been building and building and both of us are willing participants in that building process Mm. you really need to find people around you that are willing to build with you Mm. but also importantly you need to be willing to build yourself and i think that's something the one thing that i really love about like tms in Mm. general is i love how you guys are always like oh you're you're snatching our edges again and like oh why are you coming for me unnecessarily (laughs) not sorry about last week because some folks needed to hear it some folks needed to hear it because oftentimes we externalize all of these things and push it onto the other person Mm. when really it's about us as people doing the work which is why we started with what does it mean to be a good friend and not just what does it mean to maintain a good friendship or find good friends exactly because we forget that it takes two to tango yeah. or it takes you plus another person yes. to really make that fruitful. So I really, really want to urge you. I mean, we always talk about self-awareness and self-reflection, yeah. but it's not just about the other person. Are you yourself willing to put in the time, energy, this is and it. maintenance required for that friendship? This is it. It's and a lot of easy. people aren't. A lot of people aren't. I think a lot of us can be very... Just in life in general, a lot of us are self-centered, mm. right? And you think of your friends as accessories to you. They're mm. here to help you, mm-hmm. but you're also in their life too. When they're taking center stage in their life and in their story, yeah. you're there to support them. Yeah. And there's a lot of narcissism sometimes that occurs in loads of relationships. Mm. But the more we kind of romanticize, I'm waiting for something to come to me. It's kind of like what we we're talking about in the manifesting episode and not becoming that which you are expecting it's not easy to maintain, it's hypocritical to maintain standards that you don't live up to and yet expect them so much from people. Be developing yourself as well. And then you can demand those things because you know how to give those things. Mm. um, And you've done that internal work. So Mm. I love that you mentioned that. No, honestly, it's so, so true. And then thinking about, you know, friendships and Mm. maintaining friendships, what are some of the benefits that you would say are of, you know, (sighs) investing in female friendship listen (laughs) like i i am such a genuine believer in sisterhood right obviously like even doing this it's just because of a genuine belief in sisterhood. i think sisterhood is one of the most life transforming like forces in the world i i genuinely think having friendship like life is meant to be done in community and that community isn't always romantic and I think we place so much emphasis on these intimate romantic relationships that are going to push us closer to purpose or 
um, clo- push us closer to a sense of fulfillment. Yeah. But actually, a lot of the time, you can give that to most people. That's why, like, a lot of people aren't working on their relationship with their parents because they're waiting till they start their own family so they can do it right. Yeah. But you've got something you can be working on in the meantime, which is your own family relationship, your own parent dynamic, or the same with I'm waiting to, you know, being in a relationship so I can find my best friend. How many people are around you that could be your best friend? Like, you can find friendship in everyone right obviously to varying degrees i think what's beautiful about female friendships is Mm. i always say this thing no one can call you up on your bs like another woman because let's let's be real a lot of us see them maybe y'all can get at me in the comments a lot of us see the men in our lives majority of the men in our lives as romantic prospects yeah so they can't really G-check us in a way that is completely platonic. Yeah. Whereas with the women in our lives, of course, if you're heterosexual, like with the women in our lives, it's like, you're just a friend, right? I can have this level of vulnerability and openness with you without thinking about being desirable. Do you get what I mean? Like when you confide in men, sometimes you kind of, you glam things up because you don't want to look like a mess yeah. or when you confide in certain people. But when you have a friend that's on your level and you're looking peer to peer, why do I have to hide anything? You know, you kind of, it's easier to let that facade go, mm. especially if they are close to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think female friendships are really powerful because they allow you that space for vulnerability mm. and they allow you that space for um, transparency with someone who kind of gets your perspective and where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, and just generally, I feel like this ain't, you know, nothing to, cause I think men experience this as well when you have good brotherhood. 100%, right. And 100%. so I, I think it's a thing of having people around you who you can just be cool with. Just it's as simple as that. It's so casual. And I think we put too, we overthink so much. Like we are overthinking way too much. But listen, in a world where we have so much social media and we're Mm. meant to be more social, a lot of us have become more anti-social because we don't. And we have so much social anxiety. And I don't like being in like spaces with people and having to have some like in real life conversations. It gives you, no one gets me. It's like, you don't have friends. Like this is, it's clear you haven't put in the effort to having real life friends. That's so unhealthy. Don't Mm. think just because you can connect with people on social media that you're having healthy, functional, fruitful friendship. Mm -hmm. That is completely different. And that is something that should actually be honored. Like Mm -hmm. the power of having people in your life who you can actually physically have proximity to you it's second to none. That's what human beings were created for. You know, social media cannot, um, what do they call it? Simulate that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can. Mm-hmm. It, I don't, as much as we have FaceTime, all of that, we need friendship. Like we need friendship. So that's what I'd say. I think the, the some of the best, sorry, I didn't even answer your question. Some of the benefits, <laughs> some of the benefits of friendship. Sorry, it just came to my mind now that was what the question you know you've asked written me. the essay and you're like, let me just link it back to the So in this conclusion, I'm just going to say the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> no, in terms of the benefits I've had of having, you know, female, that was the question, right? Yeah. Having female friendship in my life. I think having um, people around you who support you even when you're in doubt has been one of the biggest things for me. Like Mm. I am someone, as much as people can look at you and be like, oh, you've got things all so well to put together together and you're so successful and yeah, you're so smart and all of that. Oftentimes you, for me, I don't always believe it, you know, and there's a lot of like imposter syndrome, a lot of doubt. Um, And that's not to say you're here to stroke my ego at all, but genuine like doubts. Like I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I can live up to all of this and, over anxiety depression whatever is overwhelming me and all of that to have somebody who like you said is in your corner and is happy to take the time to remind you Mm. that don't give into those lies and and don't give up now that has probably been one of the most invaluable parts of friendship for me because it's so easy to give up it's so easy to be discouraged and to have somebody who sees those vulnerable parts of you and is not um is not phased by the fact that oh wait I thought you had things put together like you know I'm a mess like she knows I'm a mess like I I, I'm not I'm not I have a great output 100% great work ethic but I'm a mess (laughs) you know that and so to have somebody who um 
can look at that and think I'm still not going to give up on you is really important I think for human beings to know that I see an intrinsic value in you that it's way past your output and what you produce but rather in the fact that I for some reason connect with you so much as a person that has been one of the most beautiful things about friendship for me and I think that that's a that's a life-changing thing Mm. because it's so easy to put your value in relationships it's so in your relationship status and the things you have in your work in your career but to have a friend who just like I just want to chill with you I just want to know you you know outside of what you can do for me I just want to ride with you that's powerful but how about you well Oh gosh, sorry, Courtney. I'm so discombobulated by your answer. That was such <laughs> no, a I just talked for answer. like the last 10 minutes. I was I really, rambling. really did enjoy it. No, no, because I think you made so many beautiful points, right? Like the fact that with female friends, you have a reference point, right? Mm. And there's something that is so unique about the female experience mm. that it's nice to know that there's folks who can both resonate with those experiences but are also different yeah so the fact that you've got these little really cool inflections of a very similar experience to give you a different perspective i think is invaluable and like you already know that i'm such a um advocate of having friends from all walks of life yeah yeah making sure that your company is as diverse as you can possibly get right and i think female friendships are just so so important when it comes to that and i just think like Women are just so powerful, man. It's so... Th- women oh. are cool and powerful. What? The women way we so, love, so cool the way we give, the... Like... It's a lot. It's a lot. It's really, really powerful. And to not want that kind of energy around you, I think you're missing a trick entirely. Massively. Missing a trick Massively. entirely. And having someone that's fighting in your court or having a lot of folks or not too many depending on the kind of person you You are are. and how much time you can invest but not even just thinking about you but thinking about our wider female yeah like we have like a a really strong community of women within ourselves it's like six or seven people deep yeah and knowing that i can stand on each of those women yeah is a beautiful feeling it is so so beautiful and it feels so safe as well yeah knowing that i can go out with these women and have a good time but equally um sit in with these women and pour out my deepest darkest secrets i can we can do our dirty laundry together quite literally where you know we speak about some of the things that we think are shameful or some of the things that you know we have in the dark being able to have a circle of friends that you trust that you Mm. can do that with it's so rare today as well. Like Massively. sometimes when I speak about like, oh, I'm just like chilling with the girls today or like going to, you know, girl party mm. or whatnot. Folks will be looking at me like, how long have you known these folks for? Yeah. Like, how long have you known these people? It's like, oh, I've known them since like secondary school. Yeah. And we've been hanging out just like six of us for yeah. quite some time. And they're like, raw, that's really like. It's actually crazy. It's actually really crazy. rare. Yeah. It's, it's really true. rare, but it's so, so beautiful knowing that you can do all of these things with all of these different yeah. people and they're all women like it's cool i think that's why sometimes when people like say things like i don't have a lot of female friends it kind of stumps us like I'm just like how what? what so you ain't got a squad like you, and we yeah you're right like having that friendship we, it's easy to take it for granted but having yeah. that friendship group where there's there's a few of us and it's like yeah we genuinely love each other like no matter the period of time yep. that goes by, yep. like we just, we love each other. And that's it. Yo, we're so super, super privileged to have them. And honestly, shout out to the squad. You guys already know what it is. This gang, like, gang. What do you call it? It feels like, what do you call it? Wild and out. Big shout out. Before I do my rap, rap, big rap, shout out rap, to special. the homies. What up? Big up, big up the homies. Y'all know what it is. But yeah, like we do. And being able to have those experiences with each other mm. is so, so invaluable. And I think mm. that's part of the reason why we have so many unrealistic expectations for relationships Mm. because we pile on all of our community expectations or our community experiences on one person one person they cannot be your everything this is it this is it and oftentimes that's what okay we all know you're looking for a best friend and a partner that's completely different but we're talking about you (laughs) he can't be everything to you baby she can't be everything is he coming with you to get your nails done he's not i promise you He's not. It's not even just that, but there are some things you don't really want to tell your partner because most of the time it's about your partner. (laughs) (laughs) You don't really tell you. I can't go to my girls and just. (laughs) Bruh, keeping it absolutely a buck with you. This is it. (laughs) 
Keeping it absolutely above. There are some things I you just don't want you. to... I can't gist with you about you, but also... There's a different experience I have with these women, mm-hmm. no matter how long you've known them, that I don't have with you <laughs> yet, or we haven't got yet. And it's vice versa. There are some things you wouldn't go to your girls about that only your partner and you should be discussing. Right. But I think having those expectations, like, it's so important. And like you said, having the mix of the energies in your life, like as much as I'm not a like energy person, I do think it's important to have that female and male um, presence in your life because mm. they bring and they contribute so much. That's different, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that ultimately propel you forward. Honestly and truly, like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so stuck on that point about there's just certain things that you go to your girls for and certain things you go to your man for. There just is. You people that don't have girlfriends, you're dangerous. Dangerous. It's all, it's all pent up inside of you. Uh-huh. Have you watched Waiting to Excel? It's Bruh. only your girls that can come <laughs> and get you out of a stage of madness. Bruh. Bruh. Even like little basic things like going out with your friends and feeling safe because you're in a yeah. group of all girls, right? Yeah. Your man can only do so much. Do you know what I mean? 100%. But if there's a good like five or six of you, like, yeah, but I, th- I think it, it leads to an un- unhealthy and toxic level of dependence mm, as well. Mm, like mm, if, mm. if you've made one person in your life, whether it's a friend, a parent, a romantic partner, yeah. you're everything. The likelihood of your you leaving when toxic behavior is demonstrated is lessened. There's a reason why right. one of the biggest tactics of abusers is to isolate you yeah. because community gives you wisdom. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't have community, sometimes yeah. you'll be moving like that lost lamb that has lost the flock and has now fallen victim to many prey. You don't want that to be you. So Mm -hmm. getting in community Mm -hmm. that is healthy Mm -hmm. and that is actually seeking for your protection Mm -hmm. is really important. Now you're preaching, preaching today, especially about community wisdom. It's very much about having multiple access to multiple perspectives at the same time. Yeah. Like there's many times where amongst our friends, we all have debates and we don't necessarily agree with 100%. each other, but it's very important that we have those different access to those different perspectives yeah. so that we know that they exist. And we know that these are the lived experiences of other women as well. This is it. Sometimes we can think that our lived experience is the female lived experience and it's not. At all. We start to normalize things that are not necessarily normal, mm. but because we've experienced it, we think that we're the benchmark. We're this not. Is it. You're not. And we learn so many, like from funny things to serious things. We learn so much from other people and their lived experiences. And we learn so much from, you know, we're we're mostly thinking about like horizontal female friendships, but you can also have vertical ones where you're friends with ladies that are older Older. than you. And we there are some ladies who are like my friends that are much older and the things that i've learned from them is crazy it's life-changing stuff actually when you have older women around you and sometimes even younger women there are younger women around me who i listen to i'm like you're so ambitious you're so bold you're so like like my younger cousins for example Mm -hmm. the the way they'll say things directly i'm like i need to learn some of that you lot are a bit rude but i need to learn (laughs) some of that but then there are also the older women the women with the kids been married 40 years that you listen to and you're thinking wow like wisdom wisdom like if i wasn't around this i'd be fumbling about like an idiot like one actual fish (laughs) like one dehydrated fish (laughs) just everywhere yeah so yeah i it it might be difficult but cultivating different types of female friendships Mm. as well not just ones where you're around your age mates but actively speaking to folks who are older than you and younger than you yeah and folks that don't look like you as well yes making sure that if out Speaking to women outside of your, you know, ethnicity, your race, your race, your, your, class, your class, cultural background, Yo. talk to all, like, there's so much about learning, like you said, from other people's lived experience yes. that is so important to become a well-rounded human being, because it's so easy to just get a Western lens or a, um, just a, a young millennial lens or a, a Gen Z lens mm-hmm. on life. Mm-hmm. And you've got to realize not everyone has that or like a working class lens. Yeah. When I went to university, some of the girls that I was talking to, I'm like, so this is possible? Like Bruh. you didn't grow up in struggle. Bruh. And I wouldn't know that unless I had other people's lived experiences and I put myself out of my comfort zone. I think you've experienced so much similar. Mm, put I, yourself in, out of your comfort zone. Definitely. And I think it's more so about decentering yourself again so the world doesn't necessarily revolve around you but you must revolve around the world i love that try to revolve around the world because that's what is really really going to change your life i love that that's definitely going to change you must revolve around the world wow 
<laughs> you always be dropping some heavy hitting. Dang. Oh my God, girl. You know, I'm just taking from you. I'm just learning Dang. from you. I'm just learning from nah, you. I'm learning nah. from you, man. I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> Have you seen that um, Spider-Man meme? <laughs> 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 oh my goodness um but yeah learn from female communities mm. and i mean we've touched on it a little bit but i really want to like know your thoughts on mm. why do you think we center romantic relationships so much <sighs> platonic relationships we live in a hypersexualized culture number one I think a lot of us perceive intimacy to only be a sexual thing, mm, right? That's good. That's so really I think good. if you live in a world where it's like the only, the, I'm sorry, <laughs> I was about to say something very well, but I'm going to say it. If the only way you can show vulnerability is to be naked, physically naked, you've got a problem. You need to learn how to connect with your heart. I don't even think that's controversial. I don't think a lot of us know how to do that. Like, get. I think a lot of us pacify our feelings with so many things of life. Yeah. So when people start asking you uncomfortable situation, uncomfortable questions about your deepest fears, your deepest anxieties, Mm -hmm. what overwhelms you, what you struggle with, um, but even more positive things, what are your biggest goals? What are your wildest dreams? Sometimes sharing those things because of fear, because of fear of disappointment, Mm -hmm. um, because of past experiences of heartbreak, we aren't vulnerable. And the Mm. only way sometimes we're, nowadays, I think we're learning to be vulnerable is to take off our clothes. I don't want to take off my clothes in front of you. Well, I mean, I've done it before, but But it's not not sexual. It's not sexual. (laughs) And I think if the only way we know how to, um, be intimate is to be sexual we've got a problem and i think yeah. friendships obviously it's not a sexual relationship mm. um and i think number two a lot of uh status is attached to romantic relationships yeah, that is yeah. not attached to friendship okay. yeah, being in a true. relationship um it comes with the gifts it comes with the applauses it comes with the oh your relationship goals it nowadays i think the idolatry of relationship is there yeah whereas with friendship what is the overarching trophy I get from being your best friend? Yeah, Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I don't, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a friendship, you know, it's a self-sacrifice thing. It's enjoyment. Um, and I think that that sometimes means that we don't invest in it too much because the reward doesn't mm. seem to be the same. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like we attribute relation, romantic relationships with reward because you get to tick off your goal. I got married or he bought me this or we bought a house or whatever. Um, but with friendship, you don't really have those goals to tick off. You've just got to journey with someone. Mm. Um, yeah, that's. I think that that's why I would say there's a lot of emphasis on romantic relationships mm. rather than platonic relationships. Yeah, yeah. Um, both require you to be vulnerable. Both require you to be selfless. Mm. I just think that romantic relationships in the world that we live in seem to have more of a benefit. Yeah. You know, they're painted as more rewarding. Yeah. So yeah. people would rather put their efforts to that yeah. rather than friendships, which can sometimes even from a, a narrative point of view, be painted as more stress than it's worth, mm. if that makes sense. Like, do you see enough representation of healthy relationships? Like even look at Girlfriends, for example, how much toxicity was in that show, Brilliant. even though they did show a friendship group collectively. And I love Girlfriends. I think oftentimes it can be shown that obviously friendship is not easy, but do people show the true benefits of friendship and friendship outside of romantic relationship i don't know i think friendship can some especially friendship amongst women can be given such a bad rap like you know i mean i'm currently watching desperate housewives and desperate housewives does show that friendship amongst women is actually quite healthy so far i'm only on season three might get worse (laughs) but (laughs) i feel like oftentimes when you think about women in friendships you think about cattiness you think about gossip you think about competition you think about backhanded compliments somebody secretly wants your man people are trying to you know compete with you i don't think healthy female i don't think female friendships have a healthy rap right now yeah yeah that's what i would say Mm. how about you no i definitely agree and i think going back to uh patriarchy um (laughs) where a woman's worth for a very long time has been tied to how well she can perform in society, Mm. how well she can appease a man Mm. um, and men being the prize and the goal. Mm. If men are the prize and the goal, then what would a friendship serve towards getting that? Unless the friendship helped you to get the man. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it, you know, facilitated you getting the prize. Yeah. And that in of itself can be very toxic because as you said, like 
isolation is not good for human beings. Mm. And it's cool that, you know, you found your spouse, your, you know, your babes, your, you know, your life partner. My life partner. But as you said, like, life was never meant to be done alone yeah. or done, you know, in isolation, even yeah. if it's with another person. Like, I think living, even if you do have a partner, living within a community mm. is really important for accountability purposes, mm. for just, again, perspective. And I think, yeah, for us as women, just with the prize being marriage and men and all of this kind of stuff, our eyes, even today, and that's why a lot of content around things like dating and relationships and stuff like that really does get a lot more visibility than, yeah. say, friendship, yeah. because there's still an element of status attached to it. There's still an this element of this is the prize here. There's still an element of, like, will my life really be fulfilled if I don't have a partner to a show romantic for it? partner. Exactly. It's like, am I unlovable? And yeah. It's like... I don't believe that you can have the fullness of the human experience without prioritizing friendship. Mm. If you like, if you don't have friends or if you don't prioritize having friends in your life alongside romantic relationships, you will fumble fluster. And I just feel like <laughs> your life will be very, on your face. like your life must be very, very narrow. But, but even think about it though. A lot of us, the way we even engage with re- relationship and the idea of it, it's not even an, a natural evolution from friendship. Mm. We just jump straight into romance. That's a good point. We That's actually really avoid and dodge friendship elements and focus mainly on romance. And recently I've been hearing so many people say, you know, focus on being friends with yeah. your partner. Yeah. Be focused on being friends with your partner. And I think if we ask the question for people who are in romantic relationships, if you weren't having if you weren't kissing or having any sexual intimacy with your partner and you had friendship alone, would it be enough? Would it satisfy you in the way you think? And I think a lot of us would say no, because we haven't learned to cultivate how to have healthy, fruitful friendships. We use intimacy, Mm. sexual intimacy Mm -hmm. to cover up a lot of things and to, Mm. as a substitute for or we use that to count as proximity and, and yeah. closeness. I'm close to you because we have sex. Or I'm close to you because I kiss you. I'm yeah. close to you because I do things with you. I don't do with anyone else. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But rather, actually, what is our friendship saying and how healthy is that? And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's so true. And I think it goes the same way for like male and female friendships. Yes, yeah, I exactly. Think there's, there's so much like, I love what you were saying about the fact that sometimes many of us are on the lookout for potentials. 100%. Even if he's not your type or on your radar or anything, you're just thinking, this is a man. 100%. So if I want to get a man, I must keep this one close. I must, you know, perform just to see if I can get a man. And it doesn't have to be that way. So many of us don't know how to, I, and I realized I struggled with this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like not knowing, it was when, obviously we both went to an all girls school. Yeah. Growing up, around women you're most likely your best friends are going to be women our yeah, whole group yeah. is a squad of women but when you get to university it's like oh men and especially when Damn. the expectation is when i get to university i'm gonna find my husband yeah every man you bump into is a potential suitor i just want to listen for all of our younger sisters out here all of you folks that are going to university this year <laughs> Yeah. Please leave that including my own younger sisters. You I know you guys are listening. I know you guys are watching. You will not focus on your studies. Sorry, twins, I didn't put her (laughs) onto this. Live your best (laughs) life, okay? We will also do rubbish. Focus on your I don't wanna listen, I don't wanna be out. Um I fell in love with so and so. Focus on your studies. Renee, Um, were we not falling in love with those three years at university that we were doing? The four years that you did. Anyways. In all seriousness, you you really need to release yourself from the bondage of I must find my husband from university. I must find my husband from every male friend I have. It is Joan syndrome. Oh, yes. Joan, every, sorry, another girlfriend reference. Every man that she met, you've got to size him up as a potential suitor. And I get it to a degree, but at the same time, you've got to learn to just have normal, innocent friendships. And leave it there. And that's okay. That's all right. It's actually really important. It's actually very helpful as well, by the way. Exactly. Exactly. Not enough of us Mm -hmm. just have normal friendships with men. Exactly. You know, just normal 
platonic, functional relationship. Functional. And the thing is, what's even beautiful about that is they can evolve. Like if if something does come from that, it can evolve. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, we just romanticize things a bit too much. And as soon as a man comes or as soon as... And it also shows in the oh, fact that like... To that's be honest, though, men, men can often se- sexualize their friends as well. Yeah, Do you no, know what I mean? Another... And that, that's another issue in itself. Women need to also just be Listen, a friendship presence to, in your men life. Men need to actually have the whole conversation. Men need male communities as well. And One day, we're going to have to have a whole conversation about male friendships yeah, and brotherhood. Obviously, yeah, we can't really talk about it because we're women. We can bring um, some brothers on. We can bring some brothers on 100, but on. we ain't trying to jump in men's business like yeah, that. Yeah. But I feel, <laughs> I feel like not having enough honest transparent in milk um sorry not having enough honest transparent uh conversations and environments in male friendships yeah has meant that a lot of accountability is lacking yeah when it comes to men exactly and oftentimes okay unpopular opinion i don't think women can sometimes hold most men accountable yeah I, I don't think the most, um, account, the, I don't think the driving I, no, force of your accountability in I your agree. life should be someone of the opposite sex. I, agree. I think it should be someone of the same sex yeah, as you. Yeah. There are certain things that I feel like as a result of that, like the lack of um, like male on male friendship, there are certain things that women are trying to overcompensate for this in certain it. circumstances that I just don't And think that is do. why we are mothering our brothers. Yeah. Not just our brothers, but our partners too. That, but that's what I mean. Our brothers Ooh, in the sense of our peers. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah, mothering. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah, our yeah, sons. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? We're, we're trying to... <laughs> well, Nicki Minaj might a, have something else to say. You know, she's... Let me stop. All these... Stop. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think in the sense that when a, when a woman jumps into a relationship, sometimes, yeah. especially because of the lack of maturity, yeah. her, sometimes her automatic resor- response in order to make that man what she wants is to mother him. Yes. Yes. He needs a father figure or to talk to his actual mother, but it's not you. You're or his, his father. sis. This, that's what I'm saying. He mm. needs a father. He needs a mother, but you're not it. And I think that that's what a lot of us do because men mm. lack that accountability. Mm. But And because women, te- I think, tend to be more committed to this personal growth journey yeah, from yeah, an yeah, earlier yeah. age, yeah. right? Yeah. They listen to this personal development stuff and all of that. We then try and fix them. Yeah. We then try and raise yeah. them. And in the words of Kay Michelle, you can't raise a man. That's what I'm going to say. Like, I just think that there's something powerful about being G-checked by your boy. This is it. In the same way that there's power in the way that women G-check other women. Yeah. Sometimes guys need to be G-checked by guys. Other men. Not even sometimes. Most, most times. all of the yeah, time. Yeah, 100%. You need to be G-checked by another, another guy. Because, yeah... There's just so much power in that. There's so much power in brotherhood. Massively. Obviously, this is Massively. to my sisters. We're out here in the sisterhood. Yeah, and all but that kind and of there's stuff, so much but, power in sisterhood too. But the but brothers send that clip to your brother. Yeah, send yeah. that clip. Send it to your brothers. <laughs> they need male friends that are willing to do like journey with them. And of the male friends that I have that have strong, thriving male friendships yeah. and male communities, boy oh boy, they are the most healthy, balanced, healthy, people. balanced folk. They are unafraid to absolutely like hold their friends accountable they are unafraid to like give their opinions and stuff like that and i think what's really really healthy is that they don't center women this is it they don't it's not about how many women you've been with it's not about getting women it's just as men and and we're not just talking about a guy guy who has a a group of boys right we're talking about maturity yeah yeah. maturity and i think that's one element of sisterhood as well quality with one element of friendship as well it's about maturing with each other as well and and being able to hold each other accountable to that level of maturity 100 percent, 100 percent. um well before we we actually deep dive into that tangent because that in of itself is a whole topic talking about brotherhood from the perspective of sisters (sighs) from the sisters that would be a juicy that would be a juicy comment below if that's something that you would like to hear from us we want to know um but yeah moving on to talking about the kind of ugly side of female friendships Mm. so we've talked about you know the fact that there can be healthy female relationships and the benefits Mm -hmm. why is there often so much competition and mistrust amongst women when it comes to female friendships i think you put it perfectly about the patriarchy Mm. i think women seeing their value (sighs) Okay, patriarchy pits women against each other. 
women seeing their value in men and that narrative where of there's not enough men out there yeah. or men are doing the picking you have to kind of show yourself to be better than the next person mm-hmm. in order to kind of natural selection yeah. and, and and compatibility and you know all that wild thinking yeah. um in order to be that optimal spouse you or, or partner or mate, that's the word I'm looking for. In order to be the prime mate, you have to show yourself as better than the next one, yeah. right? So I guess that element of competition and comparison comes into play there. Yeah. I think when a lot of your uh, security and self-esteem is placed on other people's reception of you, whether male or female, but just generally people approving of you or people giving you a round of applause and praising you, if that is generally the sort of person that you are, anyone else becomes a threat Mm. especially when you kind of view them as being on the same level as you Mm. right Mm. with men we can attribute it to he's just a man people are clapping for him but when there's another woman in your life who is receiving the praise that you may desire to have she ultimately because she ultimately will become a threat and she'll a perceived threat Mm. um or somebody you just despise if we're going to be honest right i think it's easy in a in a in a world where you can be so self-centered to see anyone as a threat to you and anyone as becoming the main character you don't want to make someone the main character in your life right Mm -hmm. and in order to do that sometimes we we make sure that everyone around us either makes us feel good or we don't feel like they can do better than us like you have a lot of people around you have a lot of people who surround themselves with people who feed their egos. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when you see women who won't feed your ego, it's like, who do you think you are? Yeah. And if, especially if you're around them, women who challenge you, who are you to challenge me on mm. something to be better? Do you think you're better than me? Like mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. all of these insecurities start to appear. So I think that that's another element. But I also think just generally as people, we don't respect, <laughs> dare I say, you like... Say you don't have any respect. You don't have any respect. No respect. One element of keeping a healthy friendship is to respect each other. Yeah, yeah. You actually have to honor and respect each other. I need to realize that, one, there are some things you do better than me, mm-hmm. right? There are, there are things in you um, which... I don't know how to put it. I think too many of us become too familiar with people and we forget how to actually love the fact that they are different from us. Mm. We envy their differences. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And and if somebody displays to you, it's easy to, what I'm trying to say is it's easy per- to perceive people as threats yeah. rather than appreciate how different they are to you. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, um, I can't remember what the question was though. <laughs> Real rap. My brain, I'm telling you, my, my attention deficit. Because even me, I was just like, oh, <laughs> cut the cameras. Um, the question was around competition, mistrust, um, when it comes to making and sustaining like female friendships. Yeah, I think that's it. I think, yeah, I think it's when, when you, you can't appreciate people's differences, you see them as a threat yeah, yeah. to you. And especially if you're really self-centered, mm-hmm. um, or you're not happy for people to push you or hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to be self-aware enough to say there are issues, there are places where I'm lacking or there's places where I may have insecurity. Yeah. It's easy for people to perceive the women around them as a threat, but also some people don't respect even you, you know, some people are rude. And I think <laughs> a lot of people have this. Um, some of you guys are rude. No, I, I think a lot of people don't, understand sometimes the way you communicate the way you talk to people you're a bit brash like there's this um proverb in the bible if you want to have friends be friendly i don't think a lot of people are friendly or as friendly as they think they are a lot of people say this thing well you'll like me if you break my walls down i'm not a fireman i'm not coming (laughs) to chop down like what we were talking about in two episodes ago or something about um not building boundaries building walls a lot of us want people to fight for us before they even know what they're fighting for i don't know you so if you're going to give me bad attitude, I'm not going to be your friend. I'm sorry. Connor, those days. I'm not trying to save you. If you want a friend, be friendly. This is true. That's what I mean. So I think that sometimes that thing of a lot of us don't respect ourselves. We don't respect other people. And it, it creates egos and egos, friendships and egos don't really go hand in hand. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Especially around 
the fact that some of us are just not friendly. Some of us are rude. I mean, you've got a nice. You're not nice. You're not, nice. You're not the prize that you think you are quite just yet. Well, damn. No, it's true. You're not quite not the disagreeing. Prize. This whole building a fortress and expecting someone to come and knock it down for you. Please stop it. I don't have time for that. Some of us have that serious um, Disney princess complex. For your even friends. in friendships, literally come and come and do all the most. You're looking just for a ride me. or die. No, I even made it clear to well, as much as glorious. I banter Courtney and I'm like Courtney, what would you do if I did X Y Z? Yeah, we've made it clear to each other that we're fragile. We're not <laughs> doing sensitive. this whole ride or die situation <laughs> unless we I'm get fragile. there. I'm fragile. <laughs> This whole ride or die, <laughs> this is quite serious, yeah? Yeah. And this is for us having almost a decade of friendship. For you folks that are out here with only a year in, or you're trying to like make new friends, and you're expecting people to jump over a bridge for you, it's not going to happen respectfully. Respect each other's boundaries, please. Respect. You have to. And even when it comes to competing, I think you hit the nail on the head, because I think that many of us are in our heads competing with folks even though we're in different lanes yeah and it comes back to what i was saying earlier about the fact that a good sister recognizes that the lanes that you're in are different Mm. but many of us think we're all in the same lane and many of us don't realize that the prize is actually the spouse Mm. the 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 figure of the figure of the spouse that is hanging over our heads the the guy we're gonna marry or Mm. the desirability or you know so whatever the being desirable mm-hmm. is what many of us are fighting for. Yeah. And this leaks into our friendships yeah. where we now become distrustful or we become competitors with other women because we think that they're standing in our way of being the most desirable. Mm. This whole ratings or even the whole, I don't know if you've heard the whole trope of like folks that will have like, oh, you know, I have pretty friends and I have friends that are not as pretty or like I have ugly friends and their benefit is... Their benefit to me is that it makes me look more desirable to men. And I'm just like. That's what I mean. Like, leave it like, out. Really? What? Really? We're human. <laughs> you really thought, you really thought, oh, these will be my pretty friends and these will be my, my ugly, ugly friends. friends. You can't use people as pawns in your life. Stop that. And it's like, if you need, if you need folks around you to make you look more beautiful, were you really desirable in the first place? Girl, you ugly. Let's just leave it there. I I didn't want to say how I didn't want to. Ugly, in and out. Because the fact that you need somebody to be on this spectrum Mm. so that you can look better. Yeah. My God, yeah. why would you be even thinking? That's that what way? I was, that's what I was gonna say. The fact you even think in that way—that's I've never heard of that. Yeah, that is trash. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that is trash. Mm-hmm. It's actually trash. So get rid of that mindset. Don't please, be making friends just because please. you need like pretty friends or like ugly, ugly friends, friends and stuff like that. If you're like, wow, if you're thinking that way, you're probably not a good friend. You're superficial. You're extremely superficial. And we want sisterhood with depth. Absolutely. And your entire existence is wrapped around how desirable you are to a potential mate. There's always going to be someone prettier than you, babe. This is it. This is it. You know, we were literally having that conversation um, ahead of this episode. There's always somebody that you will consider prettier. 100%. 100%. So you can't base your relationships just off of that. Facts. And with that note, did you hear that natural pause? Wow. I know you heard that natural pause. You heard it, didn't you? I, oh, God. <laughs> You're master, so annoying, master. man. <laughs> <laughs> master cultivator, they call me. Hostess with the most um, with the best. various uh, tag names and whatnot. Uh, for my services, you can go to um, wow, www.renetherhostess.com. I'm trolling. <laughs> I'm trolling, I'm trolling. Although I did see a comment that was really heartening recently. What? That was like, when's Renee's mixtape gonna drop? Oh, wow. Almost as, <laughs> listen, yeah. Soon come, we can actually organize this. Studio time and all. No, I could do ad libs if you want. Don't make me cry, because that will actually make my whole day. There's things I discovered. You want to do an EP? Because <laughs> <laughs> I already knew about your dance career. I said I'll even back you on it. <laughs> 
get you a supportive system. Yeah, support I said, me. we can start choreographing, <laughs> but you really want us to be writing lyrics? I think we can do a TMS EP. Oh, can I go on tour with you? Of course. I could be your hype man. Be- Dates. <laughs> you can be doing all the um, what do you call it? Adlibs. Adlibs. That's what. Get it. Oh, we should do the whole. Um, yeah. If stop it. Stop I'm practicing. It. If we get a hundred likes, then we won't drop it. No, Please don't promise. Don't Please don't promise. <laughs> <laughs> that's where people actually <laughs> come and like smash that like button. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> we don't commit to anything. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> folks, we hope that you enjoyed this conversation and let us know what you have to say about your friendships. Yeah. Do you have healthy female friendships? Do you have healthy male friendships? What are your thoughts on toxic friendships and what have your experiences been? You can always let us know by dropping a comment in our YouTube video. So drop them below, drop them like it's hot. That was great. You got them coming already. She said a sample. Oh, just a sample. You know what I'm saying? Um, So yeah, drop those comments like it's hot in our YouTube video. And you can always, always, always come and say hi to us on Instagram and on Twitter at To My Sisterhood. And don't forget that you can come and say hi to us individually at CD Boateng and at Renee Katuti. Yes. And if you have not already, what are you playing at, girl? It's really embarrassing. If you want exclusive glow and grow <laughs> tips, you need to join the mailing list. Head over to www.tomysisters.com and you'll be able to join all the thousands of sisters across the world who receive weekly newsletters from us so that we can journey together and they get they get the realty over on the newsletter. Really I won't even lie to you. But we will talk to you very soon in our next episode. And as always, sis, keep glowing and growing. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.